Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. It's time to BS, a U Stadium podcast. Hello, ladies and ladies. How's everyone doing? Um, we're here. Episode, we've done 52 episodes of this shit. Can you believe that? That's insane. That's crazy. It feels like a thousand. Yeah. No, it dude. doesn't. <laughs> no, it fucking doesn't. <laughs> it feels less than that. <laughs> no, no way. It feels a lot, I'm with Kyle. It feels a lot more. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, all right, so uh, two, last episode we were doing our movie tournament. Now we're doing something differently. We're doing our music tournament, and this time we actually have categories planned. So Ooh. nice, very nice, v- very nice effort, Kyle. <laughs> so. <laughs> Alright, shut up, both of you. Okay, so, um, shit. Our, our topics are classic rock, blues, jazz and R&B, southern rock, pop, grunge, metal, hard rock, country, and rap. So we got, okay. So we got ten categories. Uh, we're gonna do four songs, Well, we can push it to six if you'd like. Nah, four is good. Four is good. All right, that that works perfectly. And, and since we have so many categories, we should probably do three. Even though we had like twelve for the movie ones. Did we have twelve? We I had. Think we had. We had so fucking many. Hold on, let me. No, we didn't. We had a lot less. Than we had ten. so many. It was great what you though. Do Dan is tweet these out the brackets, the movies. Where'd I put it? And have I put it somewhere. Oh, shit. I put it somewhere. Oh, I think it was like twelve. Yeah. It was cra- it was a crazy amount. I can do that. I mean I I have my I have my list ready, but I mean I don't know your list because I because you haven't told me. So how are we doing the same format as as before? Me first and then Kyle then Mike? Alright. So, okay, uh, we'll do uh, we'll do classic rock first, and then we'll and then we'll go to like rap, and then I'll I'll let you I'll let you guys know. So, who's doing the spreadsheet? Oh, I found it. All right, so it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There was ten. There were ten categories in the movie tournament. It was a lot. Who's got the spreadsheet going? Uh, I don't. All right, fuck it. We'll do this. We'll write this. We'll write our picks down, and then one of us will do the spreadsheet. Are you good with that? All right. We are vastly unprepared for this. All right, so yeah, we are. <laughs> for something that we've been doing for something that we've been playing for three days ago. 
We're vastly un unprepared for this. Alright, so classic rock first. Alright, so my number one seed is Stairway to Heaven by Led Zeppelin. Alright, what category are we doing first? Classic rock. Okay. So, my number one seed is Led Zeppelin, Stairway to Heaven. Okay. Uh, number two, Comfortably Numb by Pink Floyd. Okay. Number three, Miss You by Rolling Stones. Okay. I will probably ace you guys in this tournament, by the way. I don't know. Uh, let's see. We, we will see. Number four, Free Fallen by Tom Petty. Okay. I lost you. All right. Uh, Kyle. Are you keeping track of this? What is it? Are we running each of our picks ourselves? Or I will... Hold on. Or do you want us just to write our picks down? And you you guys write you guys write your picks down and then you send them to me because then I can do the spreadsheet. Okay. So once you guys oh, write your okay, so once you guys write your picks down, um, uh, send them to me after this episode's published or some or some shit. Okay. All right, so Kyle, you're up. Classic rock. Hold on. Excuse you. Excuse me, everyone. Oh, hold on. I gotta get. Uh, I gotta be able to write my stuff. Hold on. Let me make some notes. All right. I'll pause it. I'll pause this. All right, Kyle's. Kyle's ready. Number one. All along the watchtower. Jimi Hendrix. Alright. Good choice so far. Good choice. Same All rules right. same rules apply by the way. If if we if one of us takes if one of us takes our pick, then we can't use that pick. Yeah, yeah. Same rules apply. Number two. Fortunate son. Ooh, credence. I I love me some Fogarty. I'm gonna really show you my age with with my music picks. <laughs> I'm gonna really show my fossilized age. <laughs> Twenty two. Number three, Bohemian Rhapsody. Queen. All right. I'm a big Queen fan. You seem like it. What's that supposed to mean, Danny? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't a gay joke. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We can joke about it. It's all right. I'll give you a kiss, Danny. <laughs> oh, shut up. Um, that's so sweet. <laughs> oh, and I got I'm shower. So jealous. Mike, no, you're not. You're married. All right. <laughs> Number four, Sweet Home Alabama. Well, that's Southern Rock, though. Oh, that, there's a category for that? Yeah, Southern Rock's a category. I didn't. I didn't know. All right, so I would know because I got Skinner to one of my picks. All right, so number four, don't fear the Reaper. Long Island Zone, Blue Oyster Cult. Long Island Zone. All right, Mike. What about you? Number one is ACDC Back in Black. 
All right. Number two is Journey. Don't stop believing. Okay. Number three is Crazy Train by Ozzy. Yeah. And then number four is um, is the Beatles, A Day in Life. Ah. Interesting choice for Beatles. Okay. Uh, let's see here. Which one are we doing? Um, I'm going to really show my... Jazz and R&B. Number two. All right. So... Number one, Bring It On Home To Me by Sam Cooke. That's a 60s song. That's, Yo, what category are we in now? Yeah, what one? Uh, jazz and R&B. Jazz and R&B. Yes. Uh, hold on one second. Pause it. Yeah, can do. Jazz and R&B. Yep. So... Uh, oh yeah, I'm up. that's right. Um, Sam Cooke, Bring It On Home To Me. That's my one seed. Okay. Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye. That's my two. <laughs> uh, what are you laughing about? <laughs> I'm really showing my age here. <laughs> I'm So Tired Of Being Alone by Al Green is my three. Ah, uh, you son of a bitch. Did I really take that from you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nice. Um, and Every Time I Close My Eyes by Kenny G is my four. Believe it to me to have Kenny G as one, as one of my picks. Uh, Kyle, you're up. Alright. Oh, this is... This, this, this is difficult, right? Greatest, uh... Not my greatest category, but okay. Okay. Alright. Number one. Let's see. No. Don't you have Apple Music? No, I do. I do. Now your strongest category? You said Wonderful World? Uh, no. Wonderful World, Sam Cooke. I said Bring It On Home To Me by Sam Cooke. Okay, I'm going Wonderful World. Okay. Uh, I just gotta record it. Wonderful. Alright. Two, I'm going... My Girl, The Temptations. Nice. Oh, <laughs> stole Mike's pick. <laughs> Number three, Do Right Woman, Do Right Man, Aretha Franklin. Okay. Number four, Sign and Seal Deliver, I'm Yours, Stevie Wonder. Alright. Mike, you're up. Number one is uh, What a Wonderful World by Louis Armstrong. Good pick, good pick. I like it. Number two is Take Five 
from Dave Brubeck. Ooh. Number three is uh, Round Midnight from uh, Thelonious Monk. And then number four is uh, Giant Steps by John Coltrane. Ooh. Coltrane. Look at you, Mike. We're in Coltrane in there. All right. Um, Let's see here. Who's strong on metal? Who's really good with metal? Because I am. Oh, let's go. Oh, yeah. All right. Metal. So, I have number one, Fear Inoculum by Tool. <clears throat> really? Did I steal that from you? Yeah, I got that for Damn it. All right. Number two, oh. Fade to Black by Metallica. So, wait. This is metal? This is metal. Yes. I feel like I feel like this is your topic. But this is your category. Now, what was your Metallica one? No, this ain't mine. Mine, mine will be rap. Rap is. All right, good. Job. All right, good. Because I like '90s rap. All right, "Fade to Black" by Metallica is my two seed. All right, "Welcome Home" by Coheed and Cambria is my three. Whose pick did I steal? My pin dropped. Oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, you have a strong microphone. Jeez. It's my new one. You like it? Oh, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't know. It's, uh... God damn I'll... it, Mike. <laughs> I threw the box away. Well, that doesn't help. I'll take a picture and send it to you. Alright, fine. Uh, number four, Little Bit Off by Five Finger Death Punch. Alright. Kyle. Okay. Alright, metal. Number one, walk Pantera. Ooh. Number two, down with the sickness by disturb. Number three. For whom the bells toll. Yeah. That was my three. Yeah. <laughs> and number four, Rainbow in the Dark by Dio. Nice. I'll sing about that one. All right. This is progress here. Mike, you're up. Num- number one, Inter Sandman, Metallica. All right, we got Metallica going. Then we got uh, number two is Angel of Death by Slayer. Number three is uh, Ray is um, what's that? The Trooper by Iron Maiden. Yeah. And then uh, number four is uh, Seek and Destroy by Metallica. Nice. All right. <clears throat> Rap is next. Get it over with. All right. Uh, number one, Shadow Boxing by GZA. Number two. Wait, what was that? Shadow Boxing. By who? GZA. You mean the Jizza? Yes. 
you fucking weird. Ah, Shut up! Shut what up! Are you reading it off of? But my fucking iPhone, you fucker! Oh my god. You don't know who the fucking Jizza is? I'm sorry, okay? And I'm pretty sure that's all of the Wu-Tang Clan and not just him. Yes, it is. It is all the Wu-Tang Clan. Thank you. Fuck you. I'm really showing my age here, okay? Fuck, I just listed my notes. Okay, fine. Number two, Regulate by Warren G. Did I win you now? Not really. Shut up. <laughs> Number three, Big Papa by Biggie Smalls. <laughs> and number four, Mass Appeal by Gangstar. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay. All right. Damn. This is so hard to fucking do. Is it really? Okay. Number one, Ain't Hard to Tell by Nas. Okay, good one. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed of myself now. <laughs> um, number two, I get around Tupac. Nice. Uh, number three, the mystery of chess boxing, Wu Tang Clan. Okay. You would know it if you heard it. Probably. And number four. This is tough. Who do I give my last spot to? Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm such a New York guy, so it's gotta be New York. I'm trying to think. Oh my god. I'm glad you're not into the new shit. No, 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 no. Good. Good. We're on the same page here. This is my era, bro. I grew up... This is my category. I grew, I grew up listening to rap. You're a 90s baby, that's for sure. Now we have to worry for Mike after after you. All right, I'm going to go with the Saga by four minutes. All right. All right. Mike, you're up. <sighs> Alright. My friend Mike is gonna bug out on me for all of my picks for everything. He always does. He was so critical on me with the movies. <laughs> was he really? Yeah, he went in on all of us. I wouldn't laugh. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Number one, dear mama by Tupac. Good Number one. two is uh, Rapper's Delight, the Sugar Hill Gang. Number three is the Sixth Sense. And then number four, Dead Presence 2 by Jay-Z. Okay, so we have one 2000s era. Okay. Uh, oh, God. All right. Fuck it. Pop. Here we go. Uh, Billy Jean, Michael Jackson's my one seed. Wait, what we're doing, Pop? Yes. Oh, crap. 
Oh god. This is where I'm gonna lose some people. Uh Billy Jean's my no, like Alright, Billy Jean's my one seed. Uh Return of the Mac by Mark Morrison, my number two seed. That's a rap song, isn't it? No, it's not. Is it? Yeah. Fuck! Alright, damn it. Please hold. Uh, Paradise by Coldplay is my number two. Uh, Did I lose people? Oh. Alright, okay. good. Alright, fine. Uh, number three, Sexy Back by Justin Timberlake. <laughs> God, dude. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, is there a boy band? Yes. There was. There no, no. Dear God, no. There's no boy band category. No. Because I feel like you would ace us in that. I would fucking crush you guys. <laughs> Point I... exactly. Alright. Uh, and my number four and my number four spot is Free by Train. Uh, Kyle, you're up. When you're done taking a piss. Alright. Waiting for Kyle. <laughs> Waiting on Kyle. <laughs> of all things. <laughs> Is it up to me? Yeah, it's up to you. Alright, let me know when we're going again. We're going. <clears throat> okay. Number one. It's gonna be me. By NSYNC. Okay. A lot of quietness on that one, huh? <laughs> no, I have no quiet. No, I was just yeah. saying, like, his pop includes no, boy sure. bands. Number two, Imagine by John Lennon. All right. Okay. Number three, I Want It That Way, Backstreet Boys. <laughs> <laughs> You're reminding me of that scene from, uh, what's his face? What's that show? What's that show? <laughs> Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yes. Andy Samberg's the man. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. I'm gonna get shit for this one. Are you really? Yes. Okay, go. Go, go for it. Bop by Hanson. <laughs> hey, Hanson is from Oklahoma. Hey, oh. Hey, oh. So is Rascal, is Rascal Flatts from Oklahoma? I can't remember. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Hell yeah. They were going to be one of my picks, but, you know, shit happens. Yeah. I mean, that's 
was thinking about it. There's so many out there. We're literally just picking four. Yeah, true. That's a fair point. So many out there that could be in the top four. Speaking of yeah, music. Tough, yeah, I know. It, it would have been more difficult if we just picked artists. Oh, God. It would have been harder. Okay. Uh, probably have to do like a two-week-in-advance notice type of thing. Yeah, probably. Mike, you're up. Alrighty. Number one is Superstition from Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Number two is Heartbreak Hotel from Elvis. Oh, we got some Elvis number, in there. Good. Number three is so Smells what's Like... El- what category does Elvis fall in? I don't know. They him, well, they consider this song was pop. Which, whatever. Elvis covers like fucking five exactly. seconds. Alright, so that's good. Number three is uh, Smells Like Teen Spirit Nirvana. Isn't that, that gr- is that's grunge. That's grunge. Yeah, that's That is grunge. I would tell you that. Yeah, that's grunge. And then uh, number four is Hotel California from the Eagles. That's, that's a rock song. Either. Mike, come on, that's a fine. Yeah. That's a I mean, that's an egregious that one at that. That's a twenty dollar fine? <laughs> and I don't think Elvis is pop either. Thirty dollars. <laughs> hey. Look at I'll send you guys a link. No, I know it. I I have Apple Music too, Mike. I have Apple Music too. Trust me. What they're considering it, that's fucking not the case. Elvis was the king of rock for a reason. Yeah, Elvis is definitely rock. And Nirvana is grunge. They made grunge. Yeah, that and Pearl Jam. I mean, Let's get that straight here. That and Pearl Jam. Yeah, more Nirvana. But yeah, anyway. true. And f- um, the fucking Eagles? And the Eagles? That's not even close. Dude! That's, that's rock. Fuck yeah! $30. The penalty box. Yeah. Five minute major. Five minute major. (laughs) (laughs) On Mike. Oh, Southern Rock. Okay, I'm up. Soul Shine by the Elman Brothers. Wait, what category is this? Southern Rock. All right. I met uh, uh, one of the Elman Brothers. You met Greg? Uh, the one that's not dead. Or well, the right. one that wasn't dead at the time. Greg. Yeah, I met him in Allentown, Pennsylvania. He's a nice guy. Yeah, he was. Rest in peace, old friend. Uh, yeah, Soul Shine by the Almond Brothers. That's my one. Green Grass and High Tides by the Outlaws is my two. Midnight Rider by Greg Allman. And Last of a Dying Breed by Leonard Skinner. Alright. That's more, that's more of my pick. Alright. Kyle, you're up. Hold on. I gotta see what bands fall into this. Yeah, Lord forbid you're gonna mess anything up. Oh, damn it. Alright, you... Alright, so... Sweet Home in Alabama. Of course. <laughs> Mike, this is your category, is it not? Exactly, that's why Sweet Home Alabama was number one. I tried doing it for classic rock. Oh yeah, fair point. Okay. Fair point. No fine. 
No penalty. Rambling man. Rambling man? Yeah. My album brothers, yes. Can't you see? Yeah. And Okay, I got it. I'm shocked you didn't pick the Outlaws. They were big in the 70s. In the 80s, too. Before Dewey Dewey died. Uh, What's the song I'm thinking about? Oh, man. Hold on. I gotta look it up. Did you have uh, um, Winter Skinner songs? I did. I have Last of a Dying Breed. That's my four. Yeah, I just gotta look up the the band I'm looking for. Oh, oh boy. Jeez. Oh, so I have to pause the podcast Why again. I'm finding it. Why am I not finding it? Just type in the song. No, because there's so many different versions. Alright, hold on. I'm gonna go with something else. Okay. I'm gonna go with something else. Okay. Freebird. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Really? (laughs) Damn it, I gotta rearrange my whole thing again. (laughs) I love speaking in front of Mike. I've always taken right in front of him. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everybody out there for the little kids listening. Oh, what little kids listening? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. That's a two-minute. That's a two-minute minor. <laughs> I'll take that one, Dan. I will All right, that. fine. That's like a two-minute minor, and like it wasn't an instigator penalty, thank God. But you know, actually, you know what? Just a foul. Just a minor foul. <laughs> it's fine. Rather than, rather than do that than throw something. <laughs> Mike, you're up. Just <laughs> because I'm tired of re-erasing Leonard Skinner's name all the time. <laughs> I'm just going to go with What's Your Name by Leonard Skinner at one. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, number two, hopefully I'm flirting with disaster, Molly... Uh, Molly Hatchet, yeah. Uh, Devil went down to Georgia at three. The Charlie Daniels Band. Woo! And then uh, States Boar Blues from the Allman Brother Band. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get some Allman Brothers in there. Underrated. Underrated group. All right. Hard Rock. Oh, here we go. All right. I'm scared now. I don't know if I should start writing down. Alright. Rose Tattoo by Dropkick Murphs. Nice. Aerials by System of a Down. Wait, nice. what, what category is this now? Hard Rock. Hard Rock? What's the difference between that and metal? Early two th- early 2000s to now. Or, or some of the 90s in there too. Alright. Did you get Rose Tattoo? Rose Tattoo's my one seed. 
Aerials by System of a Down is my two. 45 by Shinedown, my three. That's a good one. Yeah, and What I Got by Sublime is my four. Who's up? Kyle? Yes. Alright, you're up. Running with the Devil, Van Halen. Yeah! That counts. That counts. Okay. Number two, Santeria. By Sublime. Yep. Yep. Number three, Thunderstruck. Woo! Number oh, four. Geez, I, uh, I don't know where I want to go with this one. Thunderstruck. Uh, I have to get one of them. What? Rocket Queen, Guns N' Roses. I was about to say, if you don't have Guns N' Roses in there, that's disappointing. That's a, that's a technical foul right out of the gate. I love Guns N' Roses. Fuck yeah, man. Mike. It's just a hard category to place in. Yeah, true. Mike, you're up. Number one, Welcome to the Jungle, Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Nice. Number two, Whole Lot of Love by Led Zeppelin. That That's classic. Then would you consider Red Hot Chili Peppers? Yes. How about Give It Away? By who? Give it away by uh Yeah, I'll buy uh by Chili Peppers, yes, that counts. Rock and roll all night from Kiss. Yeah, that counts. That's four. And then Freak on the Leash Corn. Yeah, I'll give you that. That counts. Uh country. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna ace you guys with this one. I may not seem like it, but I will ace you guys with this one. I don't know. I'm, I, I might do good enough. You sure about that one? Yeah. You sure about that one? Uh, over, under. over, under. Over, under. Over, under on Dan or Kyle. I'm going with Kyle because he picks mine. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> All right, fine. Waiting Arms by Zachary Nelson is my one seed. Tennessee whiskey. Are we doing okay? Time out. We doing country or country and western? Country, all country. Uh, my waiting arms by Zachary Nelson's my one. Tennessee whiskey by Chris Stapleton's my two. Oh, you're gonna love this one. Troubadour by George Strait is my three. And whatever it is by Zach Brown Band's my four. Fucked up, Dan. Did I really fuck up? <laughs> Did I fuck up? Oh. Alright, fine. Go for it. What do we got? Um. Wait, hold on. On the road again? Willie Nelson? Alright, fine. Kyle wins. <laughs> Two. Mama, don't let your kids grow up to be cowboys. Amen. Oh. oh. I may have fucked up here. Okay. Uh, three. Low places. Garth Brooks. 
I want to add Garth Brooks. I don't have Garth Brooks. Friends in low places, bro. And uh, number four, live like you're dying. Okay. I was expecting Mike to be the country head between the three of us, but okay. Yeah, I, I, I surprise when you leave the country. I surprise. Don't judge the book by its cover. Okay. Yeah, All right. I'll pause here. Through like a really big Willie Nelson and Will and Jenna Pace. I listened to like Can I, uh, episode. can we all agree here that Dolly Barton is massive tits when she was younger? Uh, yeah. She still does. She still, yeah, she still does. That's true. Even though she's like, what, 60? Are we on the air? Yeah, we're on the air. Comments. <laughs> We're an explicit podcast. Who cares? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not touching this. <laughs> You're not touching what? <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, okay. Got it. All right. Mike, you're up. Number one is Walk the Line, Johnny Cash. Nice. <clears throat> Number two is The Gambler from Kenny Rogers. Okay. Number three is uh, <clears throat> You Don't Know Me from Ray Charles. And Wait, then Ray number... Charles? Ray Charles? Yeah. That's not country. That's buddy. not country. Find again. Technical foul on Mike. Ray Charles is what, R&B technically? That's like jazz. Yeah, uh, yeah, jazz R&B type. More jazz. Yeah. Or the blues. You can even add it to the blues. Yeah, blues. I would say blues. You're right. Yeah. Fine. Fine. That's a massive fine. Mike is going to be broke. I looked it up before I wrote it down because I knew you guys were going to talk about it. The reason why it's in country is because of a 1962 album, Modern Sounds in Country and Western Music. That's why they pulled it. Okay, it fine. I don't care what fucking album it's from. It's not the Janeiro music. <laughs> that doesn't, no, it still doesn't count. That's that's a fine. That's an egregious one. Yeah, right? That's like saying, that's like Miley Cyrus making a fucking album that says this is a rap album and considering Miley Metal. Cyrus a fucking rapper. Or, it just doesn't make sense. Or let's or or uh, I don't know. Dolly Barton metal. No? Not the same? Damn it. Alright, it's a fine on my part. <laughs> Mike, are you a country guy? What the hell? You're in Oklahoma. Fine. I'm going with Hank Williams. Setting the woods on fire. Good. Good choice. I like it. There Good choice. Go. There we go. And there we go. Number four is Mama Tribe by Merle Haggard. Fine. Oh, that works. Oh, I like it. Even that though works. I could from Muskogee for Merle Haggard, too. That works. All right. Grunge. Here we go. Grunge? Yeah. Oh, God. All right. Release by Pearl Jam is my one seed. Two, Weathered by Creed. Three, I Am the Highway by Audio Slave. And four, Loser by Beck. In what category is this? Grunge. 
<laughs> Did I awaken Kyle's dark side? <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> we got some Pearl Jam and Nirvana already, so. Hold on, let me mark my category. Alright, cool. Okay, heart shaped box number one. Yeah. Alice in Chains. What? That was Alice no. Wait, what? Wait, what am I thinking? Why, why am I thinking of Alice in Chains? Because you're stupid. Oh. Black Hole Sun. Thanks, asshole. Black Hole Sun Soundgarden. Okay. Man, that's what I'm thinking of. Man in the Box. Jeremy. By Pearl Jam. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And number four. Where am I going to go on number four? Can't believe you guys have never heard of Creed. Lithium. Nirvana. Okay. Mike, you're up. Alright, number one is All Apologies Nirvana. Nirvana is just fucking dominating right now. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, true. Number two is Black Hole Sun Soundgarden. Yeah. I picked that. I picked that too. You picked that one? Yeah, at number two. <laughs> From, uh, do... Oh, shit. Do burn in my hand sound garden. Okay. I'm shocked you didn't pick Levo Rack. Uh, three is Touch Me, I'm Sick from Mud Honey. Oh, I never even heard of that. Oh, yeah. And then Better Man Pearl Jam. Oh, okay. Okay, good, 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 good. Both got some Pearl Jam in there. It's awesome. It's awesome. Blues. Alright. I'm gonna tell you guys you've never even heard of, like, three of them. Alright, so, Slow Jim by Joe Bonamosa. I think this is a category Dan's gonna dominate. Probably. Yeah, I don't know much about this one. Alright, probably. Alright, Thrill is Gone by... I know, I got a few. Thrill is Gone by B.B. King's my two seed. Nothing Takes the Place of You by Tab Benoit. And Manish Boy by Muddy Waters. I'm really showing my age with that. Jeez. Uh, you, I, you didn't steal my one, at least. What's your one seed? Uh, got my mojo working. <laughs> well, when do you not? Money hey. <laughs> Come on, you didn't catch that? <laughs> How'd you not catch that? Jeez, <laughs> uh, oh, this is this is tough. Mm-hmm. I'm in the mood, Johnny Lee Hooker. Alright. <laughs> I mean, Let's be honest here, let's be honest here, Kyle. When are you not? Eh. Uh, eh. Uh, okay. Jeez. Uh, Bright Lights, Big City. Alright. And 
blessed and thank God to get out of this category. This is my winner swan. Um, I gotta go something popular. Eric Johansson's a good one. No. Second, you, you don't give me shit. Um, <laughs> I'm not so blind. Out of James. Yeah. That's another good one. It's a really good one, actually. That could, that could make some noise. It's like the only one. Uh, the, these are like the only four I've ever heard. <laughs> Mike, you're up. <clears throat> um, I'm just gonna rig this thing up. So here we go. Number one, Memphis Blues, WC Handy. Okay. Number two, Stormy Monday, Team Bone Walker. Okay, good. Three, Hellhound on my trail, Robert Johnson. Good. And Dust My Broom from Elmore, Elmore Jones at number four. Nice. Why did I feel like this was a terrible idea in the first place? I know nothing about blues. Alright. This was fun, though. It was fun. Alright. Alright, so... Uh, I'm gonna, we're gonna take a quick break so we can edit this crap out, and then we'll do the AFC South preview. Stadium Podcast. Alright, so Kyle has to check out for the night. Uh, so it's just me and Mike. So, Mike, you remember me sending you the Broncos preview? Correct. Uh, so, for those of you who are on New Stadium are wondering how I'm going to do this crap, um, you will see in August how I would send the NFL previews out. So, for those of you who want a good idea of how we're doing this, um, we're going to do the AFC South first. Um, we're going to just wing this whole thing, see where it takes us. And we'll try to get every single division done before the start of the season on the first Thursday night of September. So, here we go. I have the Tennessee Titans up and ready to go. Uh, G- uh, so we'll start with the GM or records from the last five years or whatever. So uh, they finished last season nine and seven playoffs. Well, they had four consecutive years of nine and seven uh, before 2015, going three and thirteen. Um, decent looking draft and free agency, might add. Uh, and they have a good looking team. They have a really good-looking team. Wouldn't you agree? 
Oh, absolutely. Yes. They have a good-looking team. Uh, in let's be honest here, a weak-ass division. Yeah. Uh, but there's a part of me that wants to say, uh, I don't know how to view this team. I don't, because you gave Ryan Tannehill a fuck ton of money, a fuck ton of money to be your franchise quarterback. Not saying it's not a bad idea, because he got you to the AFC title game, but still, it's like, what you doing, man? Uh, anyway, key additions, uh, Vic Beasley, Jack Crawford, and Jonathan Joseph, um, Beasley, good player, Crawford, good player, and Jonathan Joseph for a number of years with the Texans has been consistent as all hell. Uh, losses, Jarrell Casey, who went to the Broncos. <laughs> uh, Jack Conklin takes his ass to Cleveland, and Deion Lewis goes to the New York Giants. Uh, key free agents in 2021, Derek Henry, Corey Davis, and John New Smith. Henry's the big one. Henry is the big one, right? By far, yeah. Well, that was their. Besides Ryan Tannehill, that would be their biggest, uh, their their main concern headed into this previous offseason. Well, because, well, this is twenty twenty one free agents. That's for next offseason, um, and Henry is still their number one concern. I would I would assume he's going to play under the franchise tag for this year, but you would assume so. Correct. Uh, you have to think. The loss of Deion Lewis is going to hurt in the passing game, but you forget Derrick Henry can catch the football out of the backfield. So, Davis, I mean, hasn't really panned out to the true number one receiver he was drafted to be, but uh, decent player regardless. And John Smith really came over um, very recently when Delaney Walker went down. So, that's good for him. Uh, In terms of the offensive lineup, I do have Ryan Tannehill as the starter. Uh, Derrick Henry and Darnton Evans as the two running backs with Parker Hennessy at fullback. Uh, Receivers, good-looking core. A.J. Brown, Corey Davis, Cody Hollister, and Adam Humphreys in the slot. Jono Smith, Anthony Ferkster at tight ends with, with Michael Pruitt at the flex position. Uh, that the offensive line is a good-looking line. Would you agree? Yeah, and I think it's. I think it would be unfair to ignore them because again, they're a great offensive line. Yeah, yeah. they're and, talented. And on the left side in particular, you have Taron Lawan and Roger Saffold anchoring the left side with Ben Jones anchoring the middle, and first-rounder Isaiah Wilson is projected to start at right tackle. Oh. Do you think do you, now? Here's a question: Do you think the loss of Jack Conklin is going to the Browns? Do you think that's going to hurt that line? Because he was a big anchor for that he line. He was last a year. really good player. He was a very good player, one of the better right tackles in football. Um, I didn't understand going to the Browns personally, because uh, especially who the Browns picked in the first round, uh, it just didn't make any sense. But who knows? Maybe they'll, they'll work something out. Um, I was, I had, I had Jack Conklin go to the Jets or the Seahawks in free agency. I, I didn't think he would go to Cleveland, or he would stay in Tennessee. Either or. Um, in terms of the defense, 
The front seven in particular, well, the defense in particular. This was a this was a defense that was coordinated last year by Dean Pease, who retired in the off season. Legendary defensive coordinator for the Ravens and Titans. Um, this defense looks good, like really good. Um, Jeffrey Simmons and Daquan Jones with Jack Crawford on the line. You got Beasley, Rashawn Evans, Jayon Brown, and Harold Landry at linebacker. Uh, Malcolm Butler, thank you, asshole. <laughs> um, uh, Kevin Byard, Kenny Vicaro, Adoree Jackson, and Christian Fulton, their second-round pick from this year, um, projected to start on the defensive side in the secondary. Um, Good-looking defense, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Now, best case scenario, I have the Titans going twelve and four. Uh, worst case scenario, six and ten. Projected record, I have them going ten and six. I would have picked nine and seven, but I do think ten and six is a reasonable record considering it's they were on a roll with Ryan Tannehill. They were on a roll with this guy, but. I don't think I think the Colts could make things interesting. I don't think I, I don't think it's good enough to win that division since I can, I think Houston's a tad bit better than them. But who knows? What do you think, Mike? See, t- Houston is is the interesting pick just because of the fact that how does that offense look like now without DeAndre Hopkins? Um, of course, you know, Houston did. Houston. Houston did have a nice free agency. They did have a nice free agency, though. Right. No, I, I think I think I think Houston's still probably the team in the crop to to win the South. I think Tennessee will probably be in there. I think Indy of, of the four teams. I think Indy is a dark horse that can that can make some noise. Yeah. Even though I'm not, I'm not a Philip Rivers fan by any stretch of imagination. No, no, God, but no. you gotta give. You got to give him credit. I mean, he can decently. He can still play. Uh, I think he can help out the youth with the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, the question is, and, and everything else is with Rivers is if he makes the playoffs, can he get this team over the hump? And and we'll see about that. But which he's been able, to, which he uh, got to the Chargers, the AFC title game once in his career back in two thousand seven. Yeah. Let's keep that in mind here. So. Exactly. It's not like he. It's not like he's familiar with that territory. He's not. He has had some really good Charger teams in the past, and they just haven't been able to get over the hump. So, and mostly because of him. Well, exactly, and his play towards the end. You know, and there's certain teams, Denver, and that will get to his mind. But you know, I'm not going to take anything away from him. Uh, great signing for the Colts. It was interesting, nonetheless. But we'll see exactly what that does for the Colts. But uh, going back to Tennessee. Um, if they can do what they did last year, like you said, roll with Ryan Tannehill, give Derrick Henry the ball. Um, I mean, I wouldn't expect nothing less than this team probably going back to where they were a year ago in the playoffs. But I think Houston, I think Houston's just a little bit tap it better. Yeah. But um, we'll see. All right. So, so we both have Tennessee in the playoffs, right? Oh yeah. All right. So. Absolutely. All right, so we got that taken care of. Uh, Jacksonville. Uh, God, man. 
There's a part of me that wants to say, what the fuck happened, man? And then you realize they fell into the same hole that the Seahawks fell into so many years ago. They got cocky. Yep. They got cocky. And that's what happens when your best player is a loudmouth. Sorry, Richard. You were a loudmouth, and so are you, Michael Bennett. You both are no longer on the team. Love you guys, though. Um, yeah. So, yeah. this is an interesting-looking team. Uh, part of me wants to say, oh, they could do some interesting... They could do some stuff. I don't know. Let's see what happens. Um, so, they had a fuck ton of draft picks, courtesy of the trades that they made. Um... Caldwell, Dave Caldwell, the GM, knows how to make some trades and free agency decisions, but they haven't won, really. So, 6-10 last year, 5-11-18, and 10-6 in 2017, they made the AFC title game that year. Probably should have won it, but that's in our story. Um, in terms of free agency, uh, Tyler Eifert's a big one. So, obviously, Tyler Eifert, they signed him, and Joe Schobert, they signed him from the Browns. Um, Caleb on Chason, they got from the draft. That's another free agency decision. Key losses. I have Calais Campbell, Yannick Ngakwe with a thousand question marks, uh, and Nick Foles. So, what's going to happen with Ngakwe? I don't know. Well, would you consider AJ Bouye be a key key loss? For yeah, I, I I do think so. Um, I do think that's a really big loss, considering that of the cap hit that you have to take for him. Um, but also, I I think Calais Campbell's a massive fucking loss. Not as much as the player, but the leadership factor. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So that that was the one guy who kept that team together. That was the signing that I said when they made that signing, that's a that's a really good defense because he's that good of a player. He was that good with Jacksonville during their glory during their glory year. Yeah. Well, um Jacksonville you got Minshew, you know, he looked consistent at times, but he wasn't really able Yeah, to, that was the thing. So yeah. That he was decent. He just wasn't able to get the Jags to the point to where they really want to so, get over the hump, be a top 10 team. Or here's the, top here's team. the concerning really cool. part that I have with Jacksonville. The owner signed with Minshew rather than your big ticket free agent, Nick Foles. Not, not, I'm not saying that Minshew can't be good. What I'm saying is that the, that's concerning to me, that the owner signed with Minshew and then made, forced Caldwell to make the trade for Bowles to go to, to, to go to the Bears. Um, it's it's weird, but I I'd rather have Foles in that situation because give him another chance, give him another shot. But sell tickets rather than win games. I get it, but you know what do I care? Um. Uh, free agents from 2021, Fournette, Avery Jones, and D.D. Westbrook, formerly of Oklahoma. Yep. Uh, Heisman Trophy finalists, might add. Mm-hmm. Um, 
not big name free agents other than Fournette, but you know, it's they're they're good players. I mean, I will give you that they're good players. Jones is good. Westbrook's a reliable slot receiver. Um, the defense. Allen, Hamilton, and Brian with Chase on the line. That's a good-looking line. You also got uh, Miles Jack, Joe Schober, and Quincy Williams, at linebacker, with Melvin, Wilson, Harrison, Hayden, and Henderson at, at, at defensive back. So, I think they're this not, They're talented. They're just not on paper. They're not really impressive. No, they're not. I mean... I get it, but it's it's not a good looking bunch. It's it's just not. But you know, it happens. But um I do think th- I, I think this team potentially falls apart for a quarterback. Whether it's Justin Fields or Trevor Lawrence, I have no idea. Um this team has been quarterback purgatory for the longest time. When your best quarterback is Mark Brunell, that's a different. That's a that's a subject for for a different tale. Well, yeah, no. but you know, it's good quarterbacks have come and gone. Obviously, they had Byron Leftwich for a while. David Garrard was their second best quarterback for a long time, and got them to a few playoff games. But you know, what do I know? Uh... So, Jacksonville, I, I just think they're going to regret keeping Minshew. Yeah. Because... I, I just... I'm, I'm not it's... really seeing... And nothing knocking him. I just don't see him... I don't see him that being that quarterback that can take this team and at least compete for... No. I mean, this team isn't in the running to make a division championship run, but... No. I, not. I, I don't know. I, I don't see Minshew being much of a much of a help. No, it's it's it's... It's an interesting pick uh, to say that Minshew is the guy, but I don't see it either. But, you know, what do I care? Uh, what do you have Jacksonville's record as? 4 and 12. That's probably that, right? 4 and 12. Uh, it's... Think about it. This team three years ago was in the AFC Championship game. That's crazy. Yeah, and you know that they played pretty well. They did. Yeah, they played really well. Um, now they're they're nowhere near it. Uh, I, I don't know what to really think into the off season. Um, yeah, you know you got Fournette. I I'll be a little homer. I'm not gonna go. I'm thinking more help. You know, I'm not a Jags fan, but I'm thinking more long term for them. I would probably invest more in Westbrook than I would for Nets. Yeah, I mean, you have to, because good running backs come and go. They Mm -hmm. do. You can go through running backs like clockwork. You really can. It's not hard. I mean, they're... And I I don't know how old he is, but, you know, usually once you get to that 30... 31-ish year age old, the 32, they kind of start declining. And not even that, he's a head case. Oh, yeah. He's a head case, and that's the issue. That's a huge issue. So, let's go to the Colts. So, Indianapolis. Um, uh, what can you say about this team other than they had one 
really promising year with the first full season of Andrew Luck in a long fucking time only to have him retire. It's like, what the hell, man? Somewhere Tyler is listening and screaming his ass off right now. <laughs> so, I mean, they had a good looking. Well, first of all, good looking free agency. They did. They mm-hmm. they broke. They they wanted to spend money, and they did. So, they brought in DeForest Buckner in a trade from the Niners. They gave him a fuck ton of money. Twenty-one million per year, to be exact. Yep. So I was think I, I thought you didn't know that. Well, I knew. I knew they gave him money. I didn't know what the contract was. Five-year deal. Excuse me. Five-year deal. Massive fucking money. Um. So, obviously, Philip Rivers is the quarterback. Trey Burton, they got him in free agency. Buckner, they got him in a massive trade. Uh, free agents for next year. T.Y. Hilton, that's a name. Like That's a name. Yeah, that's that's still a good addition for someone. That's a good that's a trade target, depending on how this team goes. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan Kelly, I would assume the best center in the market. Yeah, I'll probably get there, yeah. Marlon Mack, probably, the, probably one of the better running backs in the market, too. Especially underrated. Yeah. That oh yeah, he breaks a lot of tackles. Um, offensively, I have Rivers and Jonathan Taylor, who was Kyle's pick, had the had had the Bills picked in the first round, but you know, Stephon Diggs happened. Um, Hilton, Pittman, Pasco, and Campbell at receiver, good looking core. You got Doyle and Burton at tight end. This is a weird, weird team. So. I want to look at the offensive line in particular. Anthony Costanzo, Quentin Nelson, Ryan Kelly, Mark Lewinsky, and Braden Smith. Holy fuck. So, that's a line right there. That's a, that's a man's offensive line right there. So, people will think, oh, Costanzo, he's not a good left tackle. Trust me, he is. Quentin Nelson, probably the second best guard in the league. Uh, Glowinski, former Seahawk, by the way. You're welcome, Colts. Um, <laughs> Brain Smith, who is an underrated guy in the second round. Ryan Kelly was a first-round pick. Really good player. Uh, this defense, I mean, eh. Eh. I don't know. This team, I don't know. Um. The they Colts can coach. Really, they have coaches, though. They can coach. They can. I mean, they got a team of that, and, and you know, for the most part, a bunch of no namers that you can sit there and you know, somebody say, "Well, quiz me on the the lever man on both sides of the ball for the coach." And you may, unless you're you know, like really into the coach, you may probably get a few. Now, the Colts are an organization that is trying to figure out their identity. I think, you know, with with um, Andrew Luck. Uh, retiring, which is I, I still mean, a weird thing to say. Exactly. As far as I know, it was. It's um, still a weird thing to say. I kind of think that took them by surprise. So they're like, oh, crap. Now we got to figure out. Yeah, it's like, oh, shit. shit. Exactly. And we all know Philip Rivers is not the franchise. And that's, right? not, so, that's, that's clearly not 
he's not a good fit for that offense either. No, you look at the way Luck ran that offense. So Frank Reich calls the play for the Colts. I would assume so. If you look at where he came from, Frank Reich came from the Eagles as their offensive coordinator. Look at the quarterbacks that he had to work with. Nick Foles and Carson Wentz. Phillip Rivers is a fucking statue. Mm-hmm. He cannot move. Phillip Rivers is a walking target. He cannot move for shit. But who knows? Maybe this pans out. I don't know. I don't know shit. We're just some guys recording a podcast. We don't know anything. Yeah, we, we yeah, exactly. We don't know what's in the mind of the Colts front office, or let alone their their management. <clears throat> but I again, still think they should trade for Nick Foles. That would have been a perfect I fit. I understand besides the experience with the young kids trying to get over at least make the playoffs. I don't have them making the playoffs. I don't know what you No, I have a nine, I have them at a 9 and 7, 8 and 8 range. Um I think they're third in the south. I I think they're this team looks better than their record projection. Particularly if, you know, Jacob Eason was their fourth-round pick. I mean, part of me wants to say, oh, trade for Josh Rosen. If well, Rip- and that's what I was about to ask you, and then is could you see Josh Rosen being traded to the Colts? Because that be would be... need a franchise quarterback. Well... Rivers probably going to be one and done. So, here's my honest opinion of this whole thing. If I were the Colts, and if the Rivers experiment doesn't work midway through the seat, like closer to the trade deadline. Then you call the Dolphins and say, how much for Rosen? How much for him? Because you would assume the two Dolphin quarterbacks are going to be Fitzpatrick and Tua. Rosen's the elephant in the room. Well, somebody's got to go. Someone's going to take him. Someone's going to take Rosen at this point. You have to assume that. Could you still see New England taking Rosen? No, I, I, I mean, I don't fucking know. Don't forget I mean, the Cam Newton thing. I like the signing, but I like the signing of Cam. I think it's not a Patriot pick. That's the thing. It's not a Patriot player. I like him, but it's oh, not absolutely. a typical Patriot move. It's not. But what do I know? Uh, let's go to the Texans before we lose our share in the Colts. <laughs> what the fuck, man? <laughs> I agree. What the fuck, Houston? Uh-uh. Um, I could keep. I could go on and on about how this team is a shit show, but you look at it's this team as a run. whole. They're not bad. I mean, they replaced DeAndre Hopkins with two guys. So, they brought in Brandon Cooks in a trade from the Rams, which I don't know how the fuck that guy keeps getting traded for that much. They see something we don't know that. Uh, and Randall Cobb. Randall Cobb, who's been a reliable player throughout his entire career, goes to the Texans, and I, that's going to that's gonna work. Um, David Johnson, who they got in, a, in the Hopkins trade with the Cardinals, um... 
They didn't have any crazy losses other than Hopkins and DJ Reader, but it's it's not a terrible looking team. I mean, I I do think this is a team that listen. They they had a good looking draft. Ross Blacklock is an instant starter. You know him from he's a Big Twelve guy. Yeah. Uh, TCU, mm. big motherfucker. Uh, that is your that is your instant. Uh, DJ Reader replacement. That is. Um, good looking front seven, of course. Uh, Brandon Dunn, Ross Blacklock, JJ Watt, who I don't know what happens to him. Merciless, Cunningham, and McKinney, and Jacob Barden, I have as a starter. You're welcome, by the way, Texans, because he's a former Seahawk that you got from the Clowney trade. You're welcome. Um, and I love this kid. I love Martin. Um, Conley, Murray, um, and Reed with Bradley Roby and Vernon Hargraves. It's not terrible. Uh, it's not horrible either, but I don't know. Let's, let's see where this goes. The offensive line that Laramie Tonsil makes that line instantly better. Like insanely good. Oh, yeah, that was a huge upgrade because that was their that was their <clears throat> excuse me that was their top priority. Yeah, was to protect Sean Watson. Yeah, have to. Should have been their top priority. And you see what? And you see how the team is with a really good offensive line. They're a much better group. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, Bill O'Brien, as much of a head case he is as a GM, he's a good head coach. I would know former Penn State head coach Bill O'Brien. Um, good coach, good play caller. It's people don't like him. I'm obviously because of the trades he's made. But you know, if you win games, is all that matters at this point. So I have him going eleven and five. Yeah, that'd be better, right? Eleven and five, twelve and four. I, mean, I think Houston. I think still runs the South. I, yeah. I don't see them. I don't see them. They'll probably be the third seed. I imagine in the probably in the playoff race. I would um, assume so. Kansas City and Baltimore. Yeah. Uh, I would assume so. I mean, I mean, uh, Buffalo could make things interesting, of course, in the AFC. The Patriots can still. Uh, well, of course, because with the addition of Cam Newton, I mean, now you got to talk. I mean, I'm not talking Super Bowl for the Patriots. Oh God, no! You got to bring him up at least making playoffs now. But here's the thing. People are saying Cam Newton's the best quarterback in the AFC East. He hasn't played a game for the Patriots yet. I'm looking at you, ESPN. I know you guys. You love to suck on the Patriots. (laughs) You do. You love to. You know I'm right. Um, First of all, I think personally Darnold's better. Personally. Darnold had a much better stretch when when he came back from the mono. He had a, he was unbelievable when he came back from mono. He was unreal. <coughs> but bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Um. um oh boy. So that's. Well, let's a, not forget Texans. You guys got to be more consistent because you guys can be a top tier NFL team. And then get scorched and torched. <laughs> yes. Yes. By Drew Locke 
Only a second game. Got tortured. But anyway, I, I'm done now. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, I'm done. I'm done too. So, uh, so Friday. Don't forget to tune in. Uh, Dan Fried, Dan Friedman is gonna come on. Uh, talk some puck, which will be fun and exciting, of course. Um, and we'll fuck it. Let's do the NFC East. We'll, we'll get the NFC East over with on Friday. Oh, that's going to be a horrible division. Who the fuck cares at this point? <laughs> I don't. I surely don't. I can tell you that for a fact. Uh, yep. Have a good night, guys. Take care, everyone.